This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Saturday, August 1st, 2020. On this day in 1921, Sid Hatfield and his friend Ed Chambers were assassinated by agents of the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency. It was retaliation for Hatfield's participation in the bloody Battle of Maitwan. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Today we're covering the assassinations of Sid Hatfield and Ed Chambers. Let's go back to Welch, West Virginia on the morning of August 1st, 1921. Just before noon, Sid Hatfield and Ed Chambers were scheduled to appear at the McDowell County Courthouse. Both men faced charges related to a shootout over in the small town of Mohawk. It was another episode of violence that permeated the West Virginian mining community. Sid Hatfield was the more famous of the two men. The former police chief of Matewan, about 60 miles to the west of Welch, Hatfield had loudly gained a reputation as a hero among the working miners. In particular, he was sympathetic to miners who wanted to unionize. Of course, this meant that Hatfield had his fair share of enemies, and his number one was the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency. Baldwin Feltz was formed sometime in the 1890s. As a turn-of-the-century detective agency, they were hired more as muscle than to solve crimes. Increasingly, that muscle was used to suppress workers forming unions or busting strikes. And in West Virginia, this meant going up against coal miners. In 1920, Baldwin Feltz was called in to handle agitation that was occurring in Matewan. Tensions between the Stone Mountain Coal Company and the United Mine Workers of America were on the rise, and Baldwin Feltz was asked to help evict delinquent miners. Among those siding with the miners, however, was Maidwan Police Chief Sid Hatfield. And in May 1920, Hatfield and several deputized miners looked to stop Baldwin Feltz from removing the miners and their families. What resulted was a bloody gunfight the Battle of Matewan. When the smoke cleared, seven agents were dead. Sid Hatfield became a hero to the miners he defended, and although he had to give up his position as police chief, he decided to go all in on labor organization. But the aftermath of Matewan also made him the sworn enemy to the Baldwin Feltz, and they vowed to get their revenge. Hatfield and Chambers made their way to the McDowell County Courthouse on August 1st to answer for their actions. And despite the looming danger that was always over their shoulder, accounts suggest that both men were unarmed. As they approached the front of the courthouse, they noticed a group of men standing at the top, 
Among them was Charles E. Lively, a Baldwin Feltz agent. Once Hatfield and Chambers got to the top of the stairs, Lively and his fellow agents approached the two men. At first, both groups appeared to exchange friendly pleasantries toward each other. However, the conversation took a sudden, dark turn. A shouting match ensued, and then... Lively and the others brandished their pistols and fired at the unarmed Hatfield and Chambers. Hatfield was allegedly struck at least three times in the chest, dying instantly. Chambers, meanwhile, initially survived the attack. When Lively noticed this, he calmly put his pistol to Chambers' head and fired. After more than a year, the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency had finally gotten their revenge. Sid Hatfield, a crusader for the working miners of West Virginia, was dead. Coming up, we'll take a deeper look into the Battle of Maitwan and the subsequent assassination of Sid Hatfield. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On August 1st, 1921, Sid Hatfield and his deputy, Ed Chambers, were brutally gunned down on the steps of the McDowell County Courthouse in Welch, West Virginia. It was a retaliatory assassination by men of the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency. Sidney Sid Hatfield was born May 15, 1893, in Pike County, Kentucky, not far from the border of West Virginia. Hatfield told the story that he was related to Devil Anse Hatfield, one of the leading figures of the Hatfield-McCoy feud. However, sources now doubt the veracity of this claim. Despite his boyish looks and gold-plated teeth, which earned him the nickname Smilin' Sid, Hatfield quickly earned a reputation as someone not to mess with. He grew up in the rough-and-tumble Appalachian Mountains, and knew that when push came to shove, the only way out was with his fists. Backing down from a fight wasn't an option. This rough exterior made him the perfect candidate to become the police chief of Maitwan in 1919. Not everyone in Maitwan was particularly happy with Sid's appointment. Some of the upper echelons of the small community believed that Sid was too uncivilized, too barbaric. But for Mayor Cabell Testerman, only Sid Hatfield fit the bill to face the increasing presence of the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency. In the 1910s, miners in Appalachia were increasingly agitated with how the businessmen got rich off the backs of their labor. The working conditions in the coal mines were abysmal and life-threatening, and the pay didn't nearly make up for what they and their families went through. After World War I, unionization increased, and with that came a spike in strikes and protests. Some of these strikes turned violent when strikebusters were called in by the mining companies to silence the miners. In Maitwan, West Virginia, 
the coal mining companies sought to curb unionization by forcing miners to sign yellow dog contracts. These agreements guaranteed employment only on the basis of not joining a union. For some, the ultimatum worked. For others, fighting for higher wages was more important. Throughout 1919 and early 1920, tensions between the unions and the mining companies simmered in Matewan. Sid Hatfield, a union sympathizer himself, was able to keep the peace while also fighting for the workers. But as 1920 progressed, Matewan became a powder keg ready to explode. On May 19, 1920, 13 Baldwin Feltz agents, led by Albert and Lee Feltz, were asked by the Stone Mountain Coal Company to evict union miners and their families living in Stone Mountain homes. One of those agents was none other than Charles E. Lively. Word quickly spread throughout the small town of the evictions, and when Sid Hatfield learned of it, he, Mayor Testerman, and a small group of deputized miners decided to meet the agents back at the train station before they departed. Sid's friend, Ed Chambers, was among them. According to one story, the detectives attempted to arrest Sid near the train station. When Mayor Testerman intervened, the agents shot and killed the mayor. In another version, Sid was the one trying to arrest the Felt brothers, and he was the one who initiated the shooting. Regardless, for the next 15 minutes, the streets of Matewan erupted in gunfire. And when the smoke cleared and dust settled, seven detectives, including both Feltz brothers, were dead. Mayor Testerman was mortally wounded. In the wake of the Battle of Matewan, Sid Hatfield and 17 other miners were arrested and charged with murder. But in the months that followed, Sid Hatfield had become something of a folk hero among the mining community, and in January of 1921, he and the others were acquitted on all charges. In response to the verdict, Sid allegedly said, "'It's good to know you have so many friends.'" But the acquittal wasn't met with praise from everyone, most notably by Tom Feltz, the brother of Albert and Lee. He wanted Sid dead and would stop at nothing to get his revenge. The lead up to August 1st, 1921 is a bit muddled. Some sources claim that Tom Feltz was able to bring conspiracy charges against Sid in relation to Matewan. Other sources state that the conspiracy charges were connected to an entirely different shootout that Sid allegedly led in Mohawk. Even more unclear is Ed Chambers' role in the charges. Whatever the true reason was, on the morning of August 1st, Sid Hatfield and Ed Chambers were murdered by Charles E. Lively and other Baldwin Feltz agents on their way to appear in court. The murders sparked widespread violence across West Virginia. Miners began to form militias and attacked offices and railroads belonging to the mining companies. In retaliation, the companies hired airplanes to bomb union offices. West Virginia became a war zone. The violence culminated in the bloody Battle of Blair Mountain. For five days in August and September, 10,000 coal miners fought against Baldwin Feltz and various other coal company supporters. 
The fighting got so bad that President Harding was forced to send in federal troops. For Sid Hatfield and Ed Chambers, justice would never be served. Charles E. Lively and the others were charged and acquitted. And the battle between the mining union and the coal companies in Appalachia would slowly flame out. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound design by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joe Guerra, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 